Oh, happy Monday. It's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode the Chad Prather Show, Studio 22, the mothership. Chance, the soulless ginger rapper at the helm, driving us into the into the nether regions of Nancy Pelosi's uh, id, ego, super ego, mostly her id, because I have a theory. I think Nancy Pelosi is secretly in love with Donald Trump. We'll talk about that today. Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, feeling better, looking even better than that. How are you? Welcome back. Glad you're here. You did not have coronavirus. Let's be very <laughs> clear to everyone. No coronavirus. That is the word which shall not be spoken in Studio 22. Coronavirus. We don't say that word. Three times. We don't even say coronavirus. But you've said it. Just in case is sitting over there with uh, Herbert the silent deer behind him. Oh, my goodness. There's <laughs> Justin. I see you over there, buddy. Everybody have a good weekend. All right. Party foul, Steve. We have been all over the country, my friend. We had, and we had a great weekend. Probably, we had, I was told that was probably the best show you did the other night in a long time. <laughs> Who told you that? Me. How would they know? I was there. I saw You said it. you were told. I was told. I told myself. You told yourself. Narcissists talk to themselves. Uh, we did have a good series of shows, West Jordan, Utah, South Salt Lake City, and uh, I just kind of let the loose end drag, baby. I was just having fun. Free riffing, coming up with new stuff, new material. Four sold-out shows. Out. Yeah, I had four sold-out shows. We packed them in. Uh, everybody spit in each other's mouth. We can make sure that we could build herd yeah. immunity. Uh, and we did, right there amongst the, the Mormon folk. We had, a, we had a great time. Came up with some, uh, some bits and, some, and jokes that I can only tell in Utah. And now I just want to tour Utah because they're so dang funny. Utah seems like a very pure place, so I'm sure it just it's cleaned not, your spirit. It's not, oh, but there okay, are good no. people there. Uh, okay. They, the uh, really good folks over there. I love, I love doing shows in Utah. They're a lot of fun. And let me tell you, I have done some jokes in Utah that didn't hit so well over the years. But I don't care. I keep doing them. They have finally warmed up to me over there. Okay. They've accepted me as one of their own. Good. I told you guys last week when I moved to another country, it will be Utah. Yes. It will be Utah. We had an Orthodox priest that came to the show Saturday night, hung around in the green room. We had confession. Um, he confessed to me all of his sins. We talked uh, liturgy and scotch. <laughs> And you dropped Glenn Beck's name to get in good with the Mormons. Well, I, towards the end of the show well on, done. on Saturday night, I, I think I, I had to pop off a little bit about Glenn. That's good. Made some Glenn jokes. Smart. They were good. Smart they, weren't, they weren't critical. They weren't ridiculing. They were, they were good. Uh, Well-deserving jokes made of a friend, and we had fun with that, and, and everybody loved it. They love Glenn over there. Yeah. He's like an icon. He's like an icon, Candace. You go to, you go to, he's eye candy, but he's an iconic eye candy. If you go over, I mean, there is a, there is a, just a handsome, strong male look, masculine to Glenn Beck. He has a presence. He's he big. He brings it with him. Big presence. He brings it with him. And I'll just tell you, Candace, uh, you mentioned Glenn Beck's name in, in Northern Utah, Southern Idaho, you get immediate credibility. You do. He looks like he was pulled right out of a Hallmark movie, though. He really does. He mm -hmm. is the, he is the fatherly grandfather. <laughs> he is the Clark Griswold with a brain, is what he is. You just want to hug him. But he doesn't have, his security doesn't allow for that. No. They don't, they don't let the hugging happen. So anyway, we had a great show, great series of shows in Utah. Thanks for coming out. And we uh, are looking forward to being in West Palm Beach this weekend, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. 
That's a lot of West Palm Beach. Six shows. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's a lot. Whew. I know. It's a lot. So get your tickets at watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Got a big show for you today. As I said, I'm going to prove to you beyond the shadow of a doubt that Nancy Pelosi secretly is in love with Donald Trump. And when I say in love, I mean sexually. I mean, she wants her some of that hunk of hunk of orange love. <laughs> she does. And I'm going to prove it to you. Leftist corporations like Verizon, they've empowered radicals to tear our country apart by funding their efforts. Yeah, I said Verizon. Most recently, they sent $10 million to Al Sharpton and a whole lot of other leftist organizations. Started with impeachment, then exploiting the pandemic, followed by violent riots. And now they're threatening violence over filling the vacant seat on the Supreme Court. Something we'll talk about today. Patriot Mobile shares your values, and they're not going to send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America or fund Planned Parenthood like companies such as Verizon do. Now, get the same nationwide service and support a company that loves America, shares your values, supports our police. And you know what? Switching over to Patriot Mobile is easy. Keep your phone number. Bring your own phone. You can buy a new one from them. And they've got their best offer yet right now. You can get a free month of service or a free phone plus free activation with offer code C-H-A-D. You spell it Chad. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more, so please make the switch today. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or 972-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. news natalie you know it did you have a good weekend was it a good weekend or all weekends just good uh it was a really good weekend let me ask you a question when you walk through stores in public do men just turn their head and look at you men women they just no but i will tell you that a woman did that the other day she saw me and she goes you're natalie your hot news, Natalie. And I thought I knew her, but I didn't. She just knew who I was. And I said, I just got to talking with her. And I said, well, let's take a picture together. And she got so flabbergasted. She didn't even take Love a picture. It. She's left. But she was, she loves your show and she loved us and she knew me as hot news, Natalie. Nice. So that's what I get. I get recognized because of good yeah. looking Chad. Well, you're welcome. I know. We walked into the sushi restaurant in Utah the other day and they, these ladies were sitting at the table and they go, that's Steve. <laughs> that's Steve. Happens. Hey, it happens. Steve. And then there was, we were in Kansas City and this lady was going crazy over you. She, I think she was a little nuts though. Yeah. Yeah. The one that was sitting over there at the table by herself having a conversation with her guest that wasn't yes, there. That yeah. was a little, that was strange. It was strange. Hey, um, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Ooh, I just gave a, a white supremacy sign. I didn't mean to do that. Well, you could say whatever you want to Privilege? say, and you can give whatever sign you want. Well, I because you can't be there, I'm emceeing an event this weekend. Okay. But they still talk about you. Are you sure Chad can't come? I'm like, pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure I'll be in Florida. I, he'll Palm be in Beach. Florida, but I'll be in Clifton, Texas for the a massive Trump rally. Is that the one with Lee Greenwood? With Lee Greenwood, and right. Colonel West is going to be there. Colonel West, I like that guy. Yes, and a bunch of great bands, and I'm going to get to be up there on stage filling in for Chad Prather. I love it. You know what? Mm -hmm. You're better than me at that anyway. Well, Way they better. probably have you up to tell a few jokes because you're so awesome. I wish you could come up there and sing um, Whoop That Ass. 
Well, down aisle seven at the Walmart, some kids were giving mama fits. Their screams echoed out through the parking lot, and it's a sound I can't forget. See, if you can't see Chad in Florida, come see me in Clifton, Texas. It's companychris.com or something yeah. like that. K-R-I-E-S. I'm excited. Screaming and crying over Captain Crunch. It was a riot to be precise. Like hell broke loose in the Brady Bunch, so I offered up my daddy's advice. You got to beat that ass. We're going to miss you there. There was another Trump rally. They asked, you know, they sent me a message trying to get Chad. What would it take to get Chad to, you know, come do this Trump rally? And I said, pay more than that uh, venue is. <laughs> and like... <laughs> Well, we're booked with the, with the yeah. exception of I think two weekends uh, for the rest of the year. We're booked every weekend somewhere. Mm-hmm. We're in some city in America, uh, which I'm excited about. You know, mm-hmm. we were we took it easy for a few months during the coronavirus quarantine craziness. We're back out there. We've been in what 15 states now in the last uh, 16 weeks. We're rocking and rolling, boo. We're getting out there. And I also appreciate because I went to one or two of those shows, and you putting people on that stage with you that are out of jobs right now. And you're just sharing the love with them because finding gigs for people right now is really difficult. So we appreciate it. I mean, we've shared some things on that, Um, but there's a lot of really talented people out there. See, one of the things I was, uh, Burgess Owens, who is running for Congress in Utah, Mm -hmm. and I I sure hope he gets it. Such a good quality guy. Uh, Super Bowl champ, played for the Jets. Um, Came to the show the other night saturday night and we were talking about that i said you know one of the things that has been a blessing to us is normally we do these big venues but the venues aren't open because a bunch of you know hippie liberals that run them Mm -hmm. uh, are scared to death of opening things up and plus they get federal funding so they're not losing any money a lot of these performing arts center uh so that's kind of interesting to me but i won't get into that um but we can fall back on the comedy clubs which have opened because technically they're a restaurant right everybody orders food and uh they're not bars yeah you know and that's the thing a lot of people don't understand about comedy clubs they don't they think they're going to a bar or something like it's a restaurant they have good food in in all of them uh great they have drinks too though i mean yeah you can drink drink but i mean you you ain't gotta drink you drink water that's what that's your thing of choice the thing about utah is you can't get a double you can't get a double seriously no that's that's state law oh okay see pure ish you said the one pure see they keep it well, yeah. Okay. You can't have two drinks sitting in front of you at the bar at a time. Can't do any of that. What if you have multiple personalities? Well, you better be able to prove it. <laughs> Not anyway, hard. Not hard. Uh, so we're fortunate in that regard. And I want to encourage everybody, uh, come out to a show. Come out to a show. These super spreader events, as they call them. <laughs> <laughs> you super spreader. You know you're going to get COVID. We're all a bunch of mouth breathers. <laughs> this lady said... Chad's cute and all, but he needs to wash his filthy mouth. <laughs> she said that to me on online. Did you go, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, and, and somebody, yeah, anyway, I won't tell you what the person responded to her was saying. Uh, let's go to the news. Jake Tapper confronts Joe Biden campaigning on unconstitutional comment. Play it, Chancey. Play it, Chancey. Come on, Chancey, play it, How Chancey. How is it not constitutional what they're doing? His point is that the people have an opportunity to weigh in on this constitutional process through their vote. And we are now in the midst of the election. Millions of people have already cast their votes. And you see that the vast majority of people say that they want the person who wins the election on November 3rd 
to nominate the justice. That's a poll. That's not the Constitution. So by voters are being denied their constitutional right to have a say in this process. They elected the Senate. Trying to ram through are trying to ram through. A, a nominee who, by the way, is going to change the makeup of the court. And we see time and time again, poll after poll shows that most Americans vehemently disagree with this. They again, believe again, Kate, that's that the poll. vote should happen on November 3rd. <laughs> that's not what the word constitutional that means. Cons- that constitutional the- doesn't mean I like it, it or I don't like it. It means it's according to the U.S. Constitution. There's nothing unconstitutional about what the U.S. Senate is doing. Look at Jake T- Tapper trying to get a backbone. Trying to get a backbone. See, here's the thing, and I tweeted this yesterday. These journalists better straighten up and start getting honest with with all parties and stop playing to the left as hard as they are because at some point in time when the house of cards falls, the first ones on the firing line are going to be the journalists. Hmm. They're, They're the useful idiots, okay? And I use that term historically. They're the useful idiots. They're going to be the ones that get sacrificed by the liberal politicians, and they're going to take the fall. They're going to take the blame. It's your fault that everything fell in on itself and they're going to be the ones that that get so you might want to get a little backbone i'm glad to see jake tapper doing that because he's right so i was listening to the senate confirmation hearings this morning not senate confirmation i'm sorry the justice confirmation Mm -hmm. hearing amy coney barrett she is before the senate and i don't know if they're trying to confirm her or donald trump because (laughs) there no one on the left is actually addressing amy coney barrett they're only addressing covid aca which is obamacare they're addressing Roe v. Wade. They're addressing Donald Trump and his mismanagement, quote unquote, of the coronavirus pandemic. And they're not bringing up anything to discuss the qualifications of Amy Coney Barrett. They're not. Um, um, one senator this morning made an excellent point about the difference between politics and civics. Uh, and if you had a, to use his point, if you had an eighth grade class who was listening to this in class, they don't see civics happening. They see politics happening. And there's a huge difference. Civics are things we civilly agree on. They are the things that put America first. Filling a court seat is not packing a court. It's not unconstitutional. It is a vacant seat. Steve, you brought up the point about maybe a waiting period after one of them dies. You can't do that because you've got to have the, the court filled. If something comes down to where there needs to be a judgment, there needs to be a ruling, and you have a vacant seat, it's not truly a fair ruling. So the yeah, faster I, you get somebody in there, the better. They should have, you know, appointed her the next day. Well, basically, it wasn't far it, off from that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they don't technically have to have this hearing. They could just put it right to a vote. Uh, constitutionally, they don't have to have this hearing. It's it's sort of a, a circus. They could put it right to the vote. They could do that with any nominee ever. Uh, but this idea, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg even came out years ago and said that packing the court. Basically, whoever's in power can just keep putting justices in there in order to sway things to their side. And that's Mm -hmm. not right. And it's not. Um, I would have to agree with RBG in that instance. And that's what they're wanting to do. Joe Biden fully intends to pack the court. That's why he won't just give a definitive no. Mm -hmm. He won't say no. They keep justifying it by saying, well, you know, constitutional. There's a poll out there and her dying wish, her fervent dying wish was that the next president would appoint. Um, That's all hearsay. Steve said that in the car this morning. That's hearsay. We don't know that she said that for sure. And even if she did say it and it was in recorded, it it wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter. Her fervent wish doesn't determine what the Constitution dictates. I, I, I think it's a little bit frustrating because. Trump's never going to win, right? I mean, here he was prepared. 
she passes mm-hmm. he's prepared how dare you yeah be prepared how dare you be the president still be the president and I mean, again you can't win. to jake tapper's point you talk about the will of the people as this campaign person was talking about the will of the people put the senate in place mm-hmm. all right the senate are the ones who confirm so it's up to them that's the people speaking that is your elected representatives. Let's talk about unhinged, quote-unquote, journalists, uh, if you want to call Keith Oberman that. This guy has lost his mind. Take a look at this video. Trump can be and must be expunged. The hate he has triggered, the Pandora's box he has opened, they will not be so easily destroyed. So, let us brace ourselves. The task is twofold. The terrorist Trump must be defeated, must be destroyed, must be devoured at the ballot box. And then he and his enablers and his supporters and his collaborators and the Mike Lees and the William Barrs and the Sean Hannity's and the Mike Pence's and the Rudy Giuliani's and the Kyle Rittenhouse's and the The Amy Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society while we try to rebuild it and to rebuild the world Trump has nearly destroyed by turning it over to a virus. Remember it. Even as we dream of a return to reality and safety and the country for which our forefathers died, that the fight is not just to win an election, but to win it by enough to chase, at least for a moment, Trump and the maggots off the stage and then try to clean up what they left. Remember it, even though to remember it, means remembering that the fight does not end November 3rd, but in many ways will only begin that day. I want that pinheaded, narrow-shouldered, limp-dick mother come come remove me. Come expunge me from society. Come on, Keith Oberman, I'm calling you out. Come expunge me, expel me from society. You come prosecute me. I'm a supporter, I'm a maggot, so come on. You're the reason I'm a maggot. You are the reason I'm a deplorable. You can call me whatever you want to call me. Come on, Keith Oberman. I'm calling you out, you pinhead. Come get me. Come on. You want the fight to go on past November 3rd? Come expel me. Expunge me. Get me out of here. Prosecute me, chief. I'm he telling wants you, to exterminate. I'm tired of he, it. he wants to exterminate half of America. Yeah. They got to they gotta be expelled. That's a death threat. Uh, they got to be expelled. It's more than half. Well, to, come on. I mean, come on, Keith Oberman. Come on, buddy. I hope you can carry the weight, son. I He'll hope be hiding, you can walk with what you're talking. He'll be hiding under his desk. Yeah. <laughs> During the I Civil guarantee War. he'd be the first one to sit under his desk, suck his thumb, rock back and forth in a fetal position, humming, Jesus loves me. Come on and get me, son. I'm right here. I am right here at the studio, easy to find, Irving, Texas. Come on. We waiting. I'll come to you, Chief. He ain't going nowhere. He's sitting in front of a green screen. I know. Probably in his basement. Big talking, though. Keith Oberman. That dude's been unhinged forever. Unhinged. My Lord have mercy. Doesn't that just, like, fire up the Trump base, though? Talk like that. The more you hear them whine and cry and bitch and moan, it makes you really want to go how that gets ready time. to go vote. I'm I ready to vote. Know. Yeah, well. Welcome to that world, man. I'm what, telling what, you. What look, ha- we got to do the ad read. We got to make your point. Hang on. But that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The house of cards, when it falls down, yep. going to be him. They're gonna be, he thinks he's powerful. He ain't powerful. He ain't got jack shit. He ain't powerful. Hey, when you think of your future, you think of goals, where you want to be. 
just substitute the word dreams for goals and suddenly planning your future is a lot bigger than anything you ever thought it could be because no one ever has small dreams. So I want you to dare to dream bigger. Start your bigger future with a degree from Ashford University. Ashford University's online bachelor's and master's degree programs will allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule. At Ashford, expert faculty teaches you real-world skills from real-world experience in online classes built for life's twists and turns. Man, I wish I had something like this back in the day when I was sitting there going to class. <laughs> you can learn from home. Wherever you feel comfortable, Ashford University is available to you. You can pursue a degree in one of Ashford's 60-plus programs like business administration, healthcare administration, psychology. You're going to have 24-7 access to your classroom, daily support, financial aid is available. Ashford is going to give you the tools you need to go from dreaming to doing. You don't have to do a whole bunch of standardized testing. There's no fee to apply. There's nothing holding you back. So go from dreaming to doing. Your bigger future starts today at Ashford University. Enroll. Go to ashford.edu slash watch Chad. That's ashford.edu slash watch Chad. And not all programs are available in all states. Check them out today. So I'm not done with old Biden yet. Uh, got a quick little clip. Check this one out right here. Everywhere I've been hearing all around the country. You're trying your breast, but it never feels like enough. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> trying your breast. I wonder what he was looking at when he was doing that speech. <laughs> yeah. I think he was looking at someone's. Have you ever tried your breast? breast? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I tried your breast. The um, somebody commented the other day. They still think we're married. Really? They think that you it and I are again? married. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like my brother. They're like, stop picking on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Jade's like, you no, no idea. Like, so where's Jade? Why isn't she on the show? <clears throat> I don't control the woman. Um, she working. Let's talk about this court packing thing, because he's been asked over and over again, and, and he basically said, he didn't basically, he said that voters don't deserve to know what his plan is for court packing. Take a look at this. Sir, I've got to ask you about packing the courts, and I know that sure. you said yesterday you aren't going to answer the question until after the election, but this is the number one thing that I've been asked about from viewers uh, in the past couple of days. Well, you've been asked by the viewers who are probably Republicans who don't want me continuing to talk about what they're doing to the court right now. Well, sir, don't the voters deserve to know? No, they don't. I'm not going to play his game. He'd love me to talk about, and I've, I've already said something on, on Corpac. He'd love that to be the discussion instead of what he's doing now. He's about, to, he's about to make a pick in the middle of an election, first time it's ever been done. Nope, been done 29 times. Um, yeah. but you know why he will not say it? Because as soon as he says he would pack the court in case he was elected, that gives Donald Trump the option, I guess, if he was, you know, to win the election, he can pack the court. And then he's got, well, Biden said he would do it, so I'm going to do it. Well, he, he'd do it. He just isn't going to say he's going to do it. Yeah. Because it makes him, yeah. You want to talk about a dictatorial move. Everybody wants to claim Donald Trump's a dictator. You start packing the courts, that is the move of a dictator right mm -hmm. there. That is the move of the dictator. You control the education. Mm -hmm. You control the media. You control the courts. Yep. You control everything. You, that, that is the recipe for dictatorial behavior right there. 
education, media. They got those two. Mm-hmm. Now you control the courts. We're screwed, right? So there, that's why he's not going to talk about that. There's, and that's why, if you'll notice Joe Biden, his whole strategy in everything he gives, he always says, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Look here. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about this man. We're going to talk about what this man is doing. I've heard him say that over and over again. We're not focusing on this man. We're not going to talk about my son and what he did in the Ukraine or China. We're going to talk about this man. Nobody wants to focus on what this man and what this man is doing. I love that he slipped and said, no, the people don't deserve to know. Yeah. Just remember that. Yeah. Just no, remember that. Said, don't Because that's how he really well, the feels. The question was, don't they deserve to know? No, they don't. Okay. Well, there you go. They go, oh, but Donald Trump said he grabs women by the pooty poo and he made fun of somebody in a wheelchair and he made fun of... Hillary Clinton with pneumonia. Eh, eh. <laughs> Donald Trump's acting like Donald Trump. Eh. Okay, you dementia crats. Oh boy, howdy, howdy, howdy. Let's uh, let's talk about um, Joe Biden a little bit further about packing the courts. Take a look at this one. The only court packing going on right now. It's going on with Republicans packing the court now. It's not constitutional what they're doing. <laughs> we focus on what's happening right now. <laughs> and the fact is that the only packing going on is this court is being packed now by the Republicans after the vote has already begun. I'm going to stay focused on it so we don't take our eyes off the ball here. <laughs> I can't. I want off the planet. Slow down. I want off. I want off. The fact that we are anybody is taking this guy seriously is ridiculous. Well, Oberman's going to help make that happen. Yeah. You're out of here. You collaborator. <laughs> so I'm just like, why the hell you put your fist up to your face to when cough when you're wearing a mask? Habit. It's habit, a habit. my ass. It, it's listen a habit. to me. It's, it's, I mean, why are you adjusting the thing? What do you think you're blocking? <laughs> this is so dumb. Well, I don't want any spit to get out. Okay. Nobody's getting COVID because people are spitting in each other's face. Uh, and it's not court packing. It's called filling a vacancy, dumbass. That's where I'm at, Candace. That's I where I'm agree. at. That's frustrating. That's, uh, it's, but you it's notice just, what he said? Let's focus on what this man's doing right now. Let's focus on the court packing that's happening right now. See, he never wants to talk about what he's going to do. Let's focus on this man. Mm-hmm. Let's see this man's plan. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he's doing. What he's doing is court packing right now. That's his strategy every time. He can't answer anything. Can't answer anything. It's got, it's got to be, let's just focus on what's happening right now. Except for when he says, well, if I were president, I'd already have everything fixed. Yeah. Including well, cancer. Well, I don't yeah. think he knows what his pup- puppet masters are uh even going to do so he's probably been told to say because they haven't let him in on it hey let's focus on this right now Mm. mark my words every time joe gets an interview start paying attention to it folks everything he does let's focus on this man let's focus on what he's doing right now all right uh gretchen whitmer i can't stand her talk about little dictators check out her reaction Absolutely, President Trump is egging them on. When the president started making this personal and attacking me and and a few other governors like Jay Inslee, for instance, we saw a complete change in the political rhetoric that is happening on the ground. Up until then, my legislature was supporting my emergency orders. We were Mm -hmm. working very well together. When that happened, they wouldn't extend an emergency order. They started taking me to court, started introducing legislation to take the powers of the governor away. Um, they're in, in trying to 
issue all sorts of measures to to hem me in and keep me from doing what I need to do to protect people. I'm not going to be bullied into making decisions that are going to cost people's lives. It's just not going to happen. So, but when the president eggs people on, it has an impact. This rhetoric that has come out of this consistently out of this White House has engendered um, a, a hateful environment that has emboldened people's worst tendencies, death threats against me, um, you know, people have putting likeness of me in a noose, for instance. Mm. This is the kind of baloney that I've had to deal with. And yet, I'm not going to be dissuaded from following the best science and the best minds in medicine. Mm. Is that the same woman that was trying to get her boat in the lake? Yes. Her husband was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Trying to get the boat in the lake. So there's... People have always put images of politicians in nooses. That, that's always been... They've been hung in effigy, burned in effigy, everything else. And, of course, you had the guys who tried to invade the 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 Capitol in Michigan the other day, and they were going to take her hostage and, and take over the state. Okay. That's what she's alluding to. That's what she's referring to. She's saying basically that Trump's rhetoric engenders this type of behavior. Reminder, two things. One, these guys said that Trump is a dictator. All right. They, by their own admission, said Trump is a dictator. And secondly, it was Trump's Justice Department that took these guys into custody and are now prosecuting them. So She couldn't talk about that because she would have to refer back to that. Well, either way. You can't blame Trump for everything. That's the dumb thing about this. I mean, she has she has ruined her state, Correct. shut it down. People can't get out of there. Th- those people, if my memory serves me, they can't stand her. That no. she's become the dictator. I have a lot of friends in Michigan, and she's become she got a little taste of power. And it's yep. not about the science. Uh, it's ah, let's about hear, the power. Let's hear something else from her. Just last week, the president of the United States stood Please before watch the American the people and refused to condemn white supremacists and hate groups like these two Michigan militia groups. Stand back and stand by, he told them. Stand back and stand by. Hate groups heard the president's words not as a rebuke, but as a rallying cry, as a call to action. When our leaders speak, their words matter. They carry weight. When our leaders meet with, encourage, or fraternize with domestic terrorists, they legitimize their actions. Mm-mm. I can't. I just can't anymore. Mm-mm. I mean, did you watch the girl doing the sign language? I did, her just, choreography. Just the animosity on her face. Yes. The anger. The, I mean, this is where we are. Who, dr- who drank the poison? That turned everybody crazy. That's what I want to know. This is crazy. The whole thing. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> do it again, Chancey. Absolutely. Hey, can uh, I come stand behind you and do sign language while you're talking? I don't know what Please this let means. that happen. Please let that happen. I want to do a show where Steve I'm doing knows. sign language behind. Yeah, Steve knows sign language. It would probably be, I would probably offend a lot of Can you make the evil people. faces like that? Like you're just so pissed off? Yeah, I probably do. Them. Maybe do let's, see, let's see, let's see. Well, sample, you have Steve. to talk and then I have to do it. Let's see a sample, Steve. I'm talking right now. I've been <laughs> I don't know. See, I don't know where see? to start. Yeah, I know. Come on, Steve. You got to get angry. This. Yeah, come on, Steve. Let's do this. <laughs> How do you, I don't know. Absolutely. I don't think that means anything, Steve. That just means I'm frustrated. My sign language is, 
Yeah, that's what it was. Frustration. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know sign language. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Alphabet. I can't, I can't with these people. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Hey, listen. Have you thought about your cellular health? Nope. Well, me either. Why would we? Because cells are the foundation of our health and make us who we are. And none of the important building blocks of our cells. One of the important building blocks of our cells is NAD. NAD, which is vital for things like sleeping and breathing and eating and drinking. You know, some of that stuff that we like to do. That when you stop doing it, it's not, uh, you know, it's just we take it for granted. Uh, The bad news is as we age, our bodies don't make NAD like they used to. And here's the good news. There's a way to boost your NAD levels thanks to true niogen. True niogen helps counteract the effects of time on your body by promoting cellular repair. It also helps with healthy aging by supporting cellular function and metabolism to maintain overall health and well-being. True niogen can also help you increase cellular energy. It replenishes the decline in NAD due to stressors such as lack of sleep and overeating. So you can keep up with your active lifestyle. Taking true niogen also helps with cellular defense in the face of stresses such as alcohol consumption, party foul Steve, or immune stress, which is a form of cellular stress. True niogen has caught the attention of the scientific community with its remarkable ability to boost NAD, and they have over 10 clinical studies to prove it. So... I want you to give yourselves a boost with True Niagen right now. New customers save $20 on a three-month supply by going to trueniagen.com slash watchchad. That's T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N, trueniagen.com slash watchchad to save $20 on a three-month supply. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure, or prevent any disease. Be right back. Absolutely. As promised, as promised, I told you I want to talk about why Nancy Pelosi is in love with Donald John Trump. He is a specimen. Like red roses in love? Yeah, like I want to have that man's babies at 80. Uh, She is in love with Donald Trump. She's obsessed with him. And, you know, I mean, look, I'm going to prove it to you. Okay. I'm going to prove it to you. So Donald Trump has been with his bevy of ladies. He's had plenty of women. He's been a playboy. Sure. Over the years, right? There's There's something attractive about the power, which is Donald Trump. Well, whenever she was announcing her 25th Amendment ploy, which was questioning the president's fitness to serve, Nancy Pelosi, she criticized President Trump's erotic behavior. Oh, that's right. She was responding to The View on ABC, Trump's tweet about the stimulus bill that flashed up on the screen. And they said, uh, the House Speaker was asked, what do you think is causing this erratic behavior? Well, I think it's true to form. The president has always had erotic behavior. Yeah. That's what she said. Now, perhaps she meant to say erratic, but her Freudian slip begs the question, is she secretly in love with the president? I think she's obsessed with him. I mean, morning, noon, and night, Trump sent her thoughts on her lips. She brings him up spontaneously in interviews, talks about his manhood. She talks about his fitness. She once called him a big humma-humma. Oh, she quivers at the sound of his name. She frets about his health, claims constantly to pray for him. She has confessed that he gives her sleepless nights. Ooh. 
whether or not heart sickness is Pelosi's ailment, she always finds a way to talk about this younger man. <laughs> Perhaps she realizes that when you belong to a party that is horsewhip men of submission, there's not a lot of alpha male energy out there. She's surrounded by soy boys and pallid, milk-toast left-wing women, often secretly hanker for a Neanderthal macho man in their life. That's true. Pelosi, 80 years old, hates Trump now that he dismisses her as crazy Nancy and a sick puppy. Says her teeth are falling out and refuses to talk to her. But love and hate, they live next door to each other. They're closely intertwined in the human condition. Nothing makes a woman more spiteful than unrequited love. Their volcanic feud has shades of Anne Shirley and her classmate Gilbert Blythe and Anne of Green Gables. Gilbert pulls Anne's red braids and calls her carrots. She smashes a writing slate over his head, and they don't speak to each other for years, but secretly, you know somebody's got a crush. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perhaps Pelosi sees herself more as Jane Austen's character Elizabeth Bennet in Pride and Prejudice, detesting that evil Mr. Darcy with every fiber of her being until her dreams come true and she falls romantically into his arms. From the beginning... Your arrogance, your conceit, and your selfish disdain of the feelings of others have built so immovable a dislike, spits Miss Bennett at the object of her passions. Slightly less poetically, Pelosi also uses words as weapons. He's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved by the scientists, especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, morbidly obese, they say. But she seems to be in denial about the effect he has on her, even when she's fashioning her strange 25th Amendment legislation. She insisted that it's not about President Trump. I think the lady doth protest too much. How else do you account for the extraordinarily emotional and unprofessional way in which Pelosi has carried out her role as Speaker of the House? The nadir when she ripped up the pages was when she ripped up the pages of the president's State of the Union speech live on camera right behind, behind him. Likely it was payback because he'd refused to shake hands when he arrived, or maybe he just didn't notice her standing there with her hand outstretched. Even worse, to be ignored! Pelosi simmered and stewed throughout the speech, muttering darkly to her calf before her rage exploded in an unseemly paper-shredding incident. He's not that into you, Nancy. <laughs> Time for her to get a grip. In 2018, listen closely, the pair got into a heated quarrel behind closed doors over funding his beloved wall at the southern border. It's like a manhood thing for him, Pelosi reportedly told colleagues after a spat, as if manhood could ever be associated with him. Meow. Wow. Meow. It wasn't always so frosty between the pair when they used to meet at parties in Manhattan. Back in 2007, when she was sworn in as speaker the first time, Trump sent her a warm note. Scrawled on a copy of a New York Times article about her. Nancy, you're the best. Congrats, Donald. He explained to Politico later that he wrote the note because I met her a number of times and I liked her. Pelosi, for her part, responded with equal warmth. I could be helpful to him. A decade later, she spoke of Trump's charm, but in wistful fashion. Charm, bully, abandon, sue. That's how at real Donald Trump deals with problems. She tweeted that in 2017 like a woman scorned. Mm. somewhere along the line their mutual regard broke down but it seems Pelosi cares more about that than Trump judging by the amount of time she spends talking about him just last month she told Elle magazine I don't even think about him to tell you the truth yet she brings him up every single day it could be that she misses their in-person jousting and just wants the president's attention 
Oh, it really brings I, a tear to the eye, Candice. I thought she prayed for him all she the time. She for him every day. I pray for him. Maybe she prays to have him. I wish one at one time he would just be like, after you hear something that she says, if he just goes, she wants me. My love, there's only you in my life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my first love. My first love. Oh, but So you hearts. think, you really think that if they were on Tinder, she'd swipe right? Two hearts that beat as one. One. Somebody got to rub up on them fakings. <laughs> Somebody needs to spoon feed her that exotic, rich, dark, expensive designer chocolate ice cream. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Out of her Sub-Zero freezer With down gold below. flakes. He grabbed her by the Sub-Zero freezer drawer. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Two hearts. Two hearts that beat Be as one. one. Yeah. I don't know the rest of it. <laughs> My first love. My anyway, first love. that's uh that's taken from the New York Post dot com. Um uh that's a great little uh great little article there. Nancy Pelosi's latest stunt proves she's obsessed with President Donald Trump. That's right. There you go. Uh that's fun stuff. It's hot. That's hot. You know what? I'll tell you, I think I might do a truck rant about that, Candace. I might have to I'm thank you for pulling that article there. I, I'm gonna have to do a little truck rant on that one. So, um, because she wants him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. My endless love. There it is. Doom 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 doom. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> Karaoke. <laughs> Let's do it. I got chills that multiply him. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm losing control. Losing control. Cause the power. You're supplying. It's electrified. Electrified. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> West Palm Beach, Florida. That's where we're going to be Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night of this week. Uh, I think Trump might even be in Florida this weekend. We might have to go hang with Donnie T. Maybe so. Maybe he'll drop by the show. Um, or he's going to surprise me. Maybe. In Clifton. I don't think he will in Clifton, <laughs> Texas. But I don't, uh, I, I, you never know. We might go hang out at Mar-a-Lago. I might. I don't know if they'll let Steve in. Yeah. I don't know if they let his kind. Just tell him you're, he's your translator. Sign I got, language. I got TSA pre-check. Yeah. <laughs> we have good. clear at the airport. Oh, you're good then. I mean, we're yeah. basically safe to fly a, you know, multi-million dollar airplane. Yeah, you're fine. Surely we can get into Mar-a-Lago. Go hang out at the Breakers with the Russian oligarchs. The Russian women are prettier anyway. Than then t- American women? Well, I mean. No. I mean, not as a whole, no. Okay. Not as I a whole. I was going to say. Get your butts over to watchchad.com where all the fun stuff is. Uh, you can get everything there. You can get my new album, Y'all Shut Up and listen to that in its entirety and you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Tunes podcast five stars say you know what we love hot news Natalie and her husband Chad (laughs) yeah they can do that Uh, we love it when Chad burps uh, unintentionally and hot news loses it there you go funny gross I said we're not going to get in the habit of this nonsense 
Uh, hopefully, very soon, the one and only Lisa Page will be back on the show, mm-hmm. uh, hanging with us as well. She's been, yeah, she's been, you know, doing her thing. We love y'all. Party Fausti. God bless you. Talk to you next time. Bye.